Welcome to the Sojo Show with Jen and AJ, where you'll dig deep into God's Word alongside two imperfect, frequently ineloquent women as we discover fresh ways to walk out God's truth together. Hey, welcome back to the Sojo Show. We are continuing in our Fruit of the Spirit um, episodes, our series, I guess, if you will. And I'm very excited about this current fruit because it is when we all need to practice and cultivate and have cultivated by the Holy Spirit and all those things. So before we get started, however... Oh, actually, you're asking me a question. I am asking you a question. Why I'm am I introducing I'm, I'm, it? I'm wondering where you're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I introducing the show then? She's on a roll. Uh, no, that was a that was a great introduction because actually <laughs> we really do need to cultivate this fruit oh, of the spirit, oh. especially in the culture we live in. And we are just going to hype you guys up to under to hype, hype. question hype. what is it that we're actually talking about. But oh, we could make it a mystery. It's a mystery fruit. Except when he's <laughs> like a pomegranate. It's a mystery fruit. Oh, you know what? Like a dragon fruit. Like Starbucks has a dragon fruit drink. I don't think that's a real fruit. Or a, it, dragon fruit is totally um, a real mm, fruit. Mm, mm, mm. It it what? Why are you saying that? Because you don't like it? No, I'm or... just thinking. It doesn't sound real. Well, lychee's a fruit. Ooh. Oh, you had your nasty like fruit from last time, remember? Oh, yeah, that's, that's the durian. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different there's fruit There's a lot of there. fruits. Well, as a matter of fact, I mean, technically, even like peas, and beans tomatoes? are fruits. Aren't tomatoes fruits? Tomatoes are fruits, for sure. So, yeah, there you so have there, it. Anything with a seed in the inside, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that the rule? Yeah. Which actually. Cucumbers are fruits. Which we could really go into a spiritual discussion on this. <gasps> we could. Because, yeah. But not seeds. today. We're not, we're not, fruit it's not, it's not the fruit. seed bearing. Yes. So these fruit bear other fruit. Yes. Like they have such rich potential. They have okay. such purpose. So we are really going off Point on the deep end. You know why? You know why? Yes. Um, they don't know why. They don't know why. We know why. Yeah. Because I can, I can, this going to, no, that almost, almost said something that would have kind of sounded inappropriate. <laughs> I was going to say, I can touch her. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, yeah. um, we're like sitting shoulder to shoulder, shoulder literally, because we have one microphone. So we're literally shoulder to shoulder. Can you tell? Yes. I mean, we're like together. When one life. of us backs up a little bit, then, you know, here we go. The other one leans in. That's right. So yes, we're together in real life. So that's why we're a little distracted. Yeah. So this podcast is coming to you like live, maybe. Well, no, it's not <laughs> live, but not like, live. like, how do we say this? It's, it's, it's coming to you. It's coming to you. <laughs> live. Well, we're recording. Live. Yeah, we'll record all of them live. We're recording them like well, together. Okay. Well, like, together. We're together. Live we're together. live together. There we go. We're in real I life together. I knew what I was saying, <laughs> even if you didn't. Okay. All right. We are really unfocused. Focus. All right. So back yes. to the matter at hand. We got a yes. mystery fruit to talk fruit, about Mystery today. fruit. Dragon fruit. So you guys, y'all will know exactly what the fruit is as soon as I ask this question. I know. You're going to give gonna, it away. I am, but you know, it has to be done. I think we've held them in suspense long enough. Okay. I know they're dying to hear. They're dying. <laughs> so they're dying for us to move Pins on. and needles. Okay. That's, that's just, yeah. So Jen. Yes. What is something really kind that someone has done for you or someone you love? Spoiler. Okay. Well, 
Okay, so he, this is the first thing that came to mind. Actually, it's the second thing that came to mind. <laughs> to mind but it's the one I'm going to go with. Um, all right, so this has just been fairly recently. And for those of you who are um, parents or mothers or grandparents or whatever, you'll you'll kind of understand where I'm coming from on this. So one of the things that has been happening recently that I've noticed is my children are getting older. And the there are people in our church that are older than them who are being intentional about speaking into their lives. For example, my daughter is 17. And the other day, she's like, I'm going to coffee with so-and-so. I said, with who? Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize it as like a friend. Mm -hmm. And she told me who it was. And it's a young couple. It's the woman uh, and a young couple. They're newly married. She's older, obviously, than Arabella. She's not a teenager anymore. And she just has just reached out to my daughter and I'm sure other teenagers and just is taking them out. And it's kind of a little bit of a mentor relationship. My daughter-in-law also is, uh, has a relationship with someone who has just kind of called her up and said, you know, you want to get a coffee? Do you, you let's just kind of gain a relationship. And to me, that is a true kindness for people that don't have to go out of their way for other people. Um, it's an organic kind of mentor situation, but more than that, it's it's not only is it a kindness to my daughter and my daughter-in-law for sure, they're the ones actually ripping the benefit of the coffee. <laughs> right. Where's my coffee? But the point is, it is it's such a kindness to me to know that there are other people that are caring for the people that I love. Mm-hmm. And so, and this is something everybody can do. Mm-hmm. This is something everybody can do, whether you, because we all have people older than us and people younger than us, both in chronological age, but also in spiritual maturity that we can reach out to. Right. And that's a kindness that I think people who do it probably don't realize it as such because it's just part of who they are, but it is, it was a real kindness to me. Yeah. And I love that you brought up the fact that this was done to somebody that you love, because I think when we do acts of kindness to one person, other people do benefit from that. They are blessed by it. You know, when you love somebody that I love, you're loving me. So yeah, I love that. Exactly. Exactly. So as a, you know, spoiler, we already know. Yeah. Kindness. Kindness. And as we talked about at the beginning, this is something that we don't see a whole lot out in the world. We see the opposite of kindness. Mm -hmm. We see a lot of hostility, a lot of hatred, anger, division, divisiveness, and kindness will go a long way Mm -hmm. in this kind of environment we live in. Yeah. And it's not easy. It's not always easy to be kind. I think it's one of those things where Again, as we're developing and cultivating this fruit, we we need to recognize that it goes against our sinful man Mm -hmm. nature to be kind and gracious. And even though it is a command several times in the Bible, it is still something that doesn't just, I mean, just doesn't come naturally. Now, it comes naturally to be kind to people that we love. Right. Or that are that are are kindable, (laughs) like lovable, doing things. Yeah, that are doing things that we, you know, are it's easy to kind of be kind to them, but the Bible doesn't really say to just no. be kind to those that we right. like. That's right. So, so this is a fruit that's important to cultivate. Mm-hmm. All right. So actually, Jen, I want you to share a little bit about how you saw, well, somebody said something about kindness. Yeah. Okay. So this is a little story. This is actually in the Sojo study. We're studying fruit of the spirit in Sojo Academy. And we're actually doing the last five fruit this month. And if you're listening to us fairly live, 
Um, the this this little story is in there, but basically, for those of you who do not know, I wear another hat during the winter and spring months, and that is I work with my children's school musical. I do the choreography for the musical, and we did the Broadway show of Cinderella this year. And there was a uh, our director and a good friend of mine, Lauren Wood. Shout out to Lauren. Um, who's a precious dear friend who also happens to go to church with me. She actually wrote some director's notes about this, um, talking about kindness in the show. And it was just powerful. And I think it's something that we kind of all need to hear. So I'm just going to summarize it. Basically, in the show, they have a, they go to the big ball, the big ball scene, which I love because it's a lot of fun dancing and all the things. But in the middle of it, they have this, this uh, game and it's called the ridicule. And the point of the game was it was, it was a comedy. The whole thing was a comedy. So it was a little outrageous, but the whole point was for them to out ridicule one another. And you got the evil stepmother and the stepsisters and you got random people and they just kind of insult each other. Well, it, it seemed ridiculous, you know, right. As to the audience. And that's what it was supposed to be. But in the scene, Ella comes up, Cinderella comes up and she expresses kindness instead of ridicule. And so so that becomes like the theme of the entire musical at this point was um, Ella showing kindness. And when you think about it, this is a lot of times what our world looks like, where we try to out insult each other. The way Lauren puts it is, does the game of ridicule in Ella's world sound ridiculous or does a world where bullying is confused for strength Mm -hmm. and insults are applauded? Right. feel too familiar. And that's what kind of it is. She says, telephone sports, talent shows, political news have given us ample opportunity to air harsh opinions on physical appearances, lack of talent and aptitude. And honestly, it becomes part of the entertainment itself. Right. Right. And part of the news itself mm-hmm. is the verbal lash. And we as Christians are called to more. Yeah. Right. So we are Christians as Christians are called to be salt and light. But sometimes we find ourselves being in this pattern of non kindness. So her notes go on to say that, you know, in ourselves, we cannot just be kind. And this is part of what we're learning right now about the fruit of the spirit. It's not in and of ourselves. It's Jesus's love that motivates us to show kindness to others. And the woman condemned for her sins. And when she goes in and she washes Jesus's feet with her tears and Jesus responds with kind words and he says, your sins are forgiven. And this is the kindness we have been given by Christ yeah. and why we can move on to others. So uh, in the play, just FYI, in the play, the stepmother comes up after, you know, Ella becomes queen and all the things. And the stepmother actually asks her for forgiveness. And she asked, she asked for Ella to, um, and she tells her she's sorry. And And she says, I know it's beyond reason to expect some of your famous kindness because I'm unworthy. And Ella responds, you have treated me very poorly indeed, but I say to you now the kindest words I know, I forgive you. And these are the kind words that we can say to one another, but that we have been, that has been said to us Mm -hmm. from Christ. And because of God's kindness and because of the gift of love we've been given, we now can love others and be kind to others. And so that's kind of the gist of that. Uh, It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful moment in the show, but it was a reminder of real life as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And I am just sitting here thinking of Ephesians one and where 
we are told there that the kind intentions of God's heart led him or drove him to offer that forgiveness to us through the person of Jesus Christ. And I just want to read this verse because, you know, a lot of us don't think of God as having a kind heart, Mm -hmm. but that is what he has for us. Like when he looks at us, his heart is smiling towards us. It's his disposition is kind towards us. His intentions are kind towards us. And that really is powerful when you really think about it. Cause a lot of us think of God as punitive or angry mm-hmm. or wrathful, like wrathful, which he is also right. Which that's definitely part of it, but he wants us to be at peace with him. Right. Like right. that is his intention. His intention is not to unleash that wrath and fury on us. It is to draw us to himself through everything he's given in the person of Jesus Christ so that we can be at peace with him and have that fellowship and that communion with him. So this is what the verse says. It says, this is verse five. It says he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will. Mm -hmm. And that just shows his will is kindness mm-hmm. towards us. His intentions are kindness towards us. And we can just re- get that message, like that message of a soft hearted God towards us can soften our hearts towards him. You know, when you see someone who is kind towards you and who just has no ill will aimed at you, it is really hard to stay angry or mm-hmm. to stay hard, you know, to, to keep your heart, heart, hard when someone is soft towards you mm-hmm. and God is soft towards us. That's the message. And and that kind of reminds me going back to the very nature of God, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind, but his very nature is love. God is love. Yes. And we talked about that in the love episode, that he is love. And when we are able to grow the fruit of love, mm-hmm. then the kindness kind of yes. follows. Yeah. So all of these fruit are, it's all one big bunch of fruit, right? Mm-hmm. And it all kind of fits in together. And so when you were, when you were saying that about out of God's kindness, he saves us, it's, it's because of his love for us. Right. So it all fits together mm-hmm. really nicely. So the good news is, is that as we are striving to, abide in Christ. If you'll listen to the first episode in the series, we talk about that, about how to actually develop these fruit. But as we're striving to be more like Christ and abide in him, then all of the fruit grow, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And so we gain the love, which then kind of spurs the kindness, which is an outward, which is sometimes more outward facing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing I was thinking of, you know, when we said the kindest words that we can hear mm-hmm. is I forgive you, you know, and especially from a God who we have offended so dramatically when to hear him say, I've forgiven you. I was thinking of um, Matthew 18, where he talks about Jesus is talking about the, the story of the, the King who had one of his servants owed him all this money. And, and this is what it says. In verse 24 of chapter 18, it says, when the king had begun to settle his debts, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. So evidently 10,000 talents is like an unrepayable amount. It's like a huge amount of money. But since this servant did not have the means to repay, his Lord commanded him to be sold along with his wife and children and all that he had and repayment to be made. But the slave fell to the ground and prostrated himself before him, saying, 
have patience with me and I will repay you everything. So here's, here's this slave who knows he can't repay, but says, just give me an extension of time. He's asking for an extension of time. He's not asking for a removal of the debt. He's just asking for more time to repay it. But then the Lord of that slave felt compassion. So here we see that kind-hearted intention of God. His heart is moved. It's soft towards us. It's soft when we cry. So the Lord felt compassion and released him and forgave him the debt. So he wrote the debt off completely. He didn't say, okay, yeah, I'll give you a little more time. He said, don't worry about it. It's, it's taken care of. It's done. I consider this debt paid in full. And that is what our God has done for us. And the story goes on. It has an actually a pretty sad mm-hmm. ending, but we won't go there because just because we want to focus on the Lord's forgiveness of us in this episode, but God, that just demonstrates God's willingness to give and to be so generous and lavish with his grace, lavish with his forgiveness. You know, we, we ask God, you know, the best we can, the best we think we can get is maybe just a delay of justice, or maybe if we do penance long enough, we can earn maybe back a little bit of favor, but God says no, because I am so kind-hearted and compassionate. I release you completely past, present and future. Your debts are covered. That's just such great news. Yeah. Yeah, that really is. And that is a, that is something that we, um, we can hang our hats on too. Yep. Because it's in, it's in the word and we can know that it's true. And because of that, we can then show it to others. Yeah. Cause the rest of that story is not real good because yeah, cause the servant does yeah. not turn around and show that he doesn't show it to others others. and and I think that 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 part of the parable is important as well to recognize that Mm -hmm. we are expected to because what does that do it's just like we've Mm -hmm. talked about before what does that do that shows the non-looking world the nature of God right and the character of God And and if we have received kindness there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to give kindness yeah and as a as a practical point of to that right now at the time we're recording this right now, we have a lot of opportunity to show kindness to a very darkened world right now. And I mean, it's always been dark. Don't get me wrong. We're not, we're not anything special in that, but we have the opportunity as believers set apart. We we are set apart. We have a, a ability to show kindness when kindness is rare. And when kindness is not shown to us and when it's not shown to us. And I think, and we, we, we get to teach our children that mm-hmm. we get to teach our grandchildren that we need, we can mentor those that are in uh, that we're in community with and, and, and teach them those lessons by displaying them ourselves and showing them what the word has to say about it. And guys, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, but it doesn't have to be done in our own strength. Right. And, you know, I think for the first time, at least in my lifetime, what we are seeing now as a culture is anti-kindness. We are being taught and demonstrated, you know, on the news, social media, everything else, that if someone disagrees with you or if someone doesn't, you know, think the way that you think or, or whatever, that you are to be unkind. Like that is the expectation. The expectation is to shoot them down, mm-hmm. to put them in their place, to shut them up and to ridicule and demean them. And I've never seen anything like it before. It's heartbreaking. It's like, it's, it's like, that's what the standard is supposed to be now. 
And that is just anti biblical. That is nowhere in scripture. Yeah. I think it's gotten to be a little bit of a snowball. Mm-hmm. I think we have allowed um, uh, just a global communication in the, in the age of social media and 24 hour news cycles to uh, snowball into this. We're almost, we've become desensitized to the fact that it's other humans right on the other end of that phone screen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually another human that we are making the unkind statements or comments to or about. And what's so bad about having a difference of opinion? Like that's not the end of the world. We're going to be different. Right. You know, well, and even if, even when we know when it's a sin issue, yeah, even when it's a sin issue, yes, we, we are not to capitulate to that in any way. But we, but can, we can be kind. But we can be kind and yeah. we can stand strong in our faith. You can you can stand up for what the Bible says. You can you can be very strong and still be kind. And that right. is what's going to catch the attention of a dying world. Yes. Not when we just stand up and beat people up. And when we when we are are saying it was such really malevolence. Right. Yep. So I don't know. I just going down that path. We just the when we're recording this, there's a lot going on. And which probably when you're listening to this, it's the same. Right. So probably. whenever it might be. So just remember, I guess the takeaway for this is kindness is not just something that we're to do. It's not just it is in the Bible, but it's not just something that we put on t-shirts. It's not just something that we put on mugs. It's not something that the world can 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 kind of take and and just and, and use willy nilly. It is something that the spirit of God will grow in us. And it is possible mm-hmm. to produce because it is a fruit. And if we are in the word and we are trusting in what Christ has done on the cross and we are abiding in him, we're staying with him, remaining in him, we're striving to be more like him, then it will come easier because it will yeah. be more developed. That's right. And if you are struggling with a hard calloused heart, I just want to give you good news that God can change that. Mm -hmm. His kindness can soften your heart and, and he's done it for me, Mm -hmm. you know? And if you know someone that you love that is struggling with a calloused heart Mm -hmm. and you know that, that they have taken the side of sin over the side of God then they're not beyond, they're not beyond they're the reach of beyond. God either. Absolutely not. They are not. Continue to be kind, continue to show love and grace for them and pray. We have got to become a praying nation. Mm-hmm. We've got to be, and not just our nation, but worldwide. We have to become people a who are church. on our knees yeah. and for this world and for those that we love. And it is not too late. Because none of us are beyond the reach of of a a powerful and mighty God. That's right. As long as we have breath in our lungs, God's kind intentions is directed our way. That's right. And that is good news indeed. That is good news. Well, we hope this was encouraging. And we hope everyone goes out and practices kindness and shows the love of God in your realm today. That's right. And um, go enjoy a, a ballroom dance. (laughs) <laughs> yes, be Cinderella. Be Cinderella. Do a twirl. Perfect go, excuse. Go do a twirl right now with your skirt. All right. All right. All right we'll guys. see you next time. Bye. 
I think we'd all love to have a godly woman sit down and show us how they study a passage of scripture. Now imagine sitting down with not one, but over a dozen godly women with years of ministry experience between them who are all excited to share exactly how they study the Bible. Well, grab your coffee mug and notebook, friend, because that's exactly what you are invited to experience. The Explore God's Word collection is a bundle of video workshops, tutorials, principles to show you exactly how others study scripture. We all know there are so many different ways to dig into scripture. So why not let these women show you how they do it? Grab your own copy of Explore God's Word collection at sojohub.com slash explore. That's sojohub.com slash explore. Oh, we need to stop the dryer. <laughs> can you hear it, you think? I can hear it. I mean, can they hear it? Can you hear the dryer? Can you hear the dryer? We want a response <laughs> so we know what to do. I, it's a little distracting. Okay, well, don't I'll just forget it. to I'll put it back it. on. Otherwise, my clothes are going to be soured. No, they'll be soured. My underwears will smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica, don't include that comment about my underwear there. on the just podcast. Open the door. You can close it right back. Don't Stay let me forget. Up. My shirt is too short.